You're listening to Language Casters Football Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to the football show for all learners of English who love the beautiful game. Apologies for the delay in this week's show, but uh, there's been some technical difficulties on this side of the world here in London. Now, my name is Damien and uh, we'll be hearing from Damon, who's based in Tokyo, Japan, a little later on in the show. Now, on this week's show, we'll be looking back at some of the big stories from last week in our Good, the Bad and the Ugly Roundup section. And following this, our main report this week is a preview of the European Championships that are taking place in Poland and the Ukraine. And we're going to take a look at Ireland's chances this week. Then after that, Damon will explain a new English for football phrase. This week, it's to be too good for. And then we finish up with our predictions, battle, big games from England, Greece, Turkey and Spain. Right, let's start with the good the bad and the ugly and here's Damon okay Damien I'm going to start with good of course it's good for all the sides that have got through to the quarterfinal stage of the Champions League it's good for their bank balance and their fans but it was particularly good for London side Chelsea who seemed down and out after being mauled 3-1 at Napoli in the first leg they faced the Italian outfit at Stanford Bridge, knowing the opposition was in free-scoring form. They'd just beaten Cagliari 6-3 in Serie A. And Chelsea was staring down the barrel of elimination from the competition. But a remarkable game saw the Blues win it in extra time with a 105th-minute pile driver by their right-back Ivanovic. It looks like Chelsea are experiencing new manager bounce since Dimitrio's takeover They've played three, won three, scored seven, and conceded only one. Pretty good. Damien, what about bad? Well, Damien, it might have been good for Chelsea, but they are the sole representatives from the English Premier League in either the Champions or Europa League this season, as both Manchester sides were knocked out of the Europa League last week. City were beaten by Portuguese side Sporting. Despite winning 3-2 at home, they go out on away goals after losing the first leg 1-0. Their city rivals, United, were well beaten again by Marcelo Bielsa's athletic Bilbao. United went out 5-3 on aggregate. Now, unless Chelsea go on to make the final, this could be one of the poorest ever European campaigns for English sides in recent times. Now, for Ugly this week, it's been a bad week for Ricardo Teixeira, who stood down from his post as the head of the CBF. That's the Brazilian Football Federation. That's after 23 years in charge. He cited poor health as the main reason, but he's been under pressure for a while over allegations of corruption, which he denies. This could get ugly for Teixeira. It's main listening report. We look ahead to this summer's European Championships in Poland and Ukraine. And since it's St. Patrick's weekend, we thought we'd focus on the Republic of Ireland's chances. Qualifying. Ireland came second in Group B, two points behind Russia, and so had to qualify via the playoffs. They duly did so in spectacular style, dispatching a hapless Estonia side 5-1 on aggregate. It was not always so entertaining, however. At times, it was even painful. The 0-0 draw at home to Slovakia was a particularly bad night, while Irish fans still wonder how the team managed to escape with a point in Russia after being completely outplayed in the match. They did lose to the Russians in Dublin, but that proved to be their only defeat in the campaign, 
one that saw them win away in Macedonia, Andorra and Armenia, as well as that playoff win in Estonia. A key players, captain and record goalscorer Robbie Keane is the Republic's talisman, with an amazing 53 goals in 115 matches for his country. Though now applying his trade in the MLS, he can still make an impact at the highest level, as he proved on his recent loan move to Aston Villa. Experience is the key for the Republic side, with five of the probable starting 11 having more than 70 caps, with Shea Given having 121, Damien Duff 95 and John O'Shea has 75. Although manager Trapattoni may spring a surprise and use some of his younger players currently waiting in the wings, McCarthy, McLean and Coleman, though he will more than likely stick with those who helped the Republic qualify. The manager. Italian manager Giovanni Trapattoni may sometimes be seen as a figure of fun. The 72-year-old has a footballing CV that ranks among the best in world football. AC Milan, Juventus, Inter Milan, Bayern Munich and Benfica, as well as the Italian national team. He'll be hoping that this tournament can be a little more successful than the last time he led a side into the European Championships. His Italian side were knocked out in the group stages in 2004. Trap is nothing if not predictable. He will play a 4-4-2 system. And if everyone is fit, he, in fact everyone, knows what his starting eleven will be. His experience will be invaluable, while his reputation as a lucky manager will be welcomed by all Irish fans. Their chances. Well, in a group that includes Croatia, Italy and World Cup and European Championship holders Spain, few will give the boys in green a chance. But Trapattoni's side tends to raise their game against the better teams. So, in a group where teams are expected to take points off each other and few expect many goals, then the Irish have a chance, albeit a slim one indeed. There is a fear that the team will be whitewashed and gain no points at all. But we at Languagecaster are going for a two hard-earned points total and a glorious exit for Ireland. Now we'll be featuring more of the European Championship qualifiers over the next couple of months in our preview to the summer championships taking place in Poland and Ukraine. Now, of course, not only do we have a transcript for that report, we also have a worksheet with answers for those people who want to improve their English. Now, next up, we have Damon with this week's English for Football phrase. Right, this week, we explain the football phrase to have too much for, which means that one team is better or stronger than another side. Though it's not mentioned, The phrase implies a noun, such as power, skill or experience. The full phrase would be, for example, they had too much experience for the opposition, or they have too much power up front for the opposition defence. So, listeners add the meaning to the shorter phrase, have too much for. In this week's Champions League, Bayern Munich had too much for Swiss side Basel beating them 7-1 in the second leg. To have too much for. Right, next up we have our predictions battle. Damon still nearly 20 points ahead with only a few weeks to go. It looks like he's going to win this season's uh, language caster predictions crown. Let's hear what he's got for this week's games. Right, it wasn't such a good week last week uh, for me in predictions. I'll try and do better this week. 
And we're going to start in the FA Cup. Tottenham taking on Bolton. Um, home advantage is going to uh, see Tottenham through, I think. They haven't had such good form recently, losing three on the trot. Um, but I think they're going to beat the Trotters. Uh, Bolton's nickname, 1-0. And another FA Cup tie, Liverpool taking on Stoke City. Uh, Liverpool will be feeling pretty good after their midweek victory over Derby rivals Everton. They beat them 3-0, so they've uh, refound their scoring form. And I hope they continue, and I think they will, with a 2-0 victory. In La Liga, we have Real Madrid taking on Malaga. Um, no one can stop Real Madrid at the moment. 2-0 to Real Madrid. In the Premier League, a tasty fixture. Fixture, Manchester City hosting Chelsea. Big, big game. If Chelsea win this, then they're pretty much back in the um, fight for fourth place. If they lose it, they could be in trouble and they might be in the Europa League next season. Manchester City, of course, have dropped to second place and uh, they'll need to bounce back and win this one. I think it's going to be a cracking game and it's going to be 2-2. Then a big, big derby in the Turkish league, Fenerbahce against Galatasaray. I'm going to go with Galatasaray to win this one 2-0. In the Greek league, another derby, Panathinaikos against Olympiakos. And... Um, I'm not, I haven't been following the Greek league, I've got to be honest, but I'm going to go for a 1-1 scrappy derby draw. 1-1. Those are my predictions. Damien, how about you? Interesting stuff there, Damien. Uh, right, as you did, we're going to start off with the FA Cup. Tottenham, my team against Bolton. I'll be going along for this game, and I think we will have too much for Bolton, who is struggling in the relegation zone. 2-0 to Tottenham. Uh, your team, Liverpool, take on Stoke. This will be tricky, but I think uh, Liverpool are going to win this one 1-0. In La Liga, Real Madrid take on my Spanish team, Malaga. I think Malaga are going to cause them trouble, um, but I think they're going to lose out. It'll be 2-1 to Real Madrid. Now, Man City take on Chelsea uh, this week in the uh, Premier League. And uh, I think City are going to beat Chelsea by one goal to nil to maintain their title push. Big games in Turkey and Greece this weekend as well. Turkey sees Fenerbahce and Galatasaray. Big, big derby there. I think this will finish 1-0 to Gala. And in the Greek League, Panathinaikos take on Olympiakos, the Athens derby. I think Olympiakos are going to win away by one goal to nil. They're my predictions. Enjoy all the football, and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. 